This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show of Friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 312. Gods of War. May your hammer be mighty. The Red Bulls had a mighty hammer the second half of this week. Yeah, they, day. they brought the thunder. Sure did. And that's how much the Red Bulls did well. Somebody outside Truman's house is honking their horn. <laughs> We're just going to listen to this rest of the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> Red Bulls... Jesus, how is that still going? I, well, obviously it's a car alarm, but... Hold on, I'm going to solve it. Ready? Watch. Yeah, meeting is good. All right, so Red Bulls hosted Real Salt Lake. Uh, nothing, nothing in the first half, and then came out and destroyed them in the second for nothing. Uh, we all predicted wins. None of us predicted for nothing. Nope. And it's amazing that we uh, somehow underestimated the Red Bulls <laughs> for a game this year. All right. So for our tweets, um, I think we only had one. I'm going to read it off since Truman is still on mute. Oh, two. Sorry. Truman, uh, Truman is still on mute, so I'm going to do that. Uh, so first is uh, Casey Jones at Grateful Shed 23. Good to see Red Bulls find some form, a convincing second half. Good chances come anytime Lawrence and Mario get into the attack on offense and still hold it down on defense. Kaku played like he's trying to drive his value up again. How does that feel to those who wanted him deported? <laughs> I like that he says that he's playing he's trying to drive his value up, not that he's playing because he really wants to be on the team. Yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes the two coincide. I don't know if this is one of those times. So, and then Adam Lane at Adam from Earth says, "Now that the game is won, I have a question. If an own goal is scored off of an opponent's hand, should it not be a penalty kick?" And I, I believe what he what he's saying is that should it not be a penalty <laughs> kick? Like he's not saying it shouldn't be. He's asking if it should be. Um, obviously, I think if the ball goes off an opponent's hand and then into the net, they're just allowing the goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If the ball hits a hand and the hand's in an unnatural position, does not go into the goal, they're probably stopping the play and awarding the penalty kick. Right. Although, honestly, that was a pretty quick ball-to-hand situation, I think, so I don't know if they would have called it. We just got lucky with the deflection, really. Mm-hmm. That's what VAR is for, right? Just in case. Just in case we needed it, but we didn't. <laughs> Yeah, tell Africa that because they didn't use it in their final, the champion, their Champions League. Mm. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> if, if anybody's curious, there's like a 10-minute video where 
I, I don't remember who they were, the two teams were playing, but apparently in the second leg of their Champions League final, they did not have VAR. Not that it wasn't in the stadium, but because for some reason the cameras went down. Yeah. And, uh, or at least the, the monitors did. And there was a clear offsides that was incorrect, and they couldn't review it. And they were, there was a, probably a few minutes away from a ride if it wasn't for the fact that police, at least from the one side of the field, the police kind of stepped in a little bit. There was, there was a few fans trying to rush the referees. Jeez. Please. Uh, swarm, swarm, swarm. It's not Europe, it's Africa. Oh, uh, Mr. Sir. Yeah. I just heard Champions League and. We'll get well, to that later. That's a nuts. Later. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so, likes and dislikes the game. We'll start with dislikes. Truman, you can go first. What are your dislikes for this game? That. Uh, no, I, I think my dislike was the first half when Nick Romando was playing his ass off and you thought that the Red Bulls were going to get nothing past him. And then it continued uh, early into the second half. He just looked great. I mean, obviously, maybe not a ton of the best shots, but it was just Nick Romando being great Nick Romando, not Nick Romando who's old. He's an old man. Uh, and it was just very worrisome that they might not re- uh, get a result out of that game. So that horn was uh, Jay and I had talked about an idea, and I completely forgot to prepare for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because this is the Red Bull Rant episode Bachelor Party! Yeah! And I was supposed to have a list of questions about Bachelor Party movies, and I completely forgot to do it. Well, so, you have time until we get to the dumping ground. That's true, I guess. And uh, you were supposed to answer them because it's your Bachelor Party! Yeah! Keep hitting that horn. You gotta get that horn on the ready. <laughs> there you go. All right, so, Pat, what's your dislike for the game? Uh, my dislike is that I think, yeah, like the first half, I kind of felt like I had jinxed the team because I did say in the last episode that, um, you know, anytime I have confidence in this team, they let me down. And that's kind of how I felt the game was going at that point. Um, and clearly was a tale of two halves with this one. So um, that entire first half, I was pretty much like, yep, I jinxed them. They're going to lose, and it's. And you were wondering why he stopped because he had a cough. Apparently, my cough is contagious through the internet. Yep, <laughs> I ate food too fast. <laughs> yeah, it was more. It was more burp. Oh well, either way, uh, my dislike is going to be the first half uh, again because they just didn't. I think they didn't play well, even though they got ten shots on goal. I felt like their finishing could have been better, but that's going to lead to my like is the fact that they turned it on in the second half. Um, I wish he didn't take an own goal or a parent double own goal <laughs> to do it. But once they finally got that goal and RSL had opened up a little bit, floodgates, the floodgates were open. They uh, opened. Yeah, sure did. Uh, I guess I'll do, or we do reverse order again. I'll just, I'll go into my like, um, you know, my like is that, I mean, some of the guys that we all kind of figured were checked out. Uh, earlier in the season between Michael Murillo and Kaku, both had excellent games, uh, really put their stamp on it. Um, you know, it's nice to see that whatever message they needed to hear, they heard it. And, you know, I think there's some cynicism possibly with both of them because maybe their agents even told them, like, hey, look, if you check out, 
your price goes down. Um, so that, that could be that could be the message they got. But either way, it is working, and um, they both had uh, excellent games in this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think it's agents giving players a motivation. I think players motivate themselves. I think Kaku had a reason to prove himself after the suspension. I think he wanted to come out, and he had a fantastic game, a really really good game. Um, I I I mean, I my guess my like will just be the own goal because that was that was the beginning. That was the confidence builder. I know, like they, it was a, it was an own goal. It was a double deflection. But the fact that the South Ward couldn't even get through one chorus of twisting yeah. out before they scored again off a great pass to Kaku, who just turned and put it right to his foot, um, who's finding form right now. So we definitely need that right now. We need more scoring. Um, that It just opened the floodgates. It really did, and it, it just turned the crowd, and the crowd went crazy, um, and it just made for an, just an amazing night. Yeah. It's a game that I feel like this fan base has been waiting for for a long time. Even I mean, yeah, they had the four-one win against uh, San Jose, but even that, eh, that one even didn't feel right for whatever reason. Um, you know, so this, this is one I think that we've been waiting for a long time. And uh, and on that second goal, you got a nice little beer shower, and there was shirtless guy. Oh my god! I, I didn't even know what was going on behind us. It's mayhem. Yeah. yeah, I meant to ask: Was he more than shirtless? Because when I saw the video, that was kind of my first thought was that he a little bit more than shirtless. I don't uh, uh, listen. I'm telling you, I have no idea what was going behind us, like going on. Uh, I don't think so. I would hope not. I was just getting joy out of yours and Sean's reactions to the beer showers and shirtless guy. And it was funny. There was actually like a whole conversation on Facebook about like, what the hell was going on? Like we're playing real salt Lake. What, what is happening? When this isn't a chance, it's not a playoff game. It really was insane. Yeah, season game against the Western Conference team. Why are we going bananas? We beat ourselves, those bastards. <laughs> Long hated really? rivals. All right. So, any other afterthoughts for this game? Uh, I'll say that it was. I mean, I know it was a great night uh, with a result. Oh man, what a beautiful night for a game. Yeah, you couldn't ask for a, just a better day overall. It was absolutely beautiful. The weather was perfect. Uh, great crowd, probably because of fireworks night, you know, because people do like their fireworks. But let's have more fireworks light nights. Let's have more theme right. nights. Listen, I'll do anything to get fans to the game. I'll do anything. Whatever I mean, we got to do. They really should. They really should do more theme nights. I mean, I think I feel like families look at that stuff and they're like, "Oh, this will be a good game to take the kids." You know, I, it's and look, I know the hardcores maybe don't don't want really the fan base to be made of families, but. Hey, you get people excited about the game. That's great. And I think you kind of have to at this point. I mean, when I'm, I walk around town or, or if I'm at like one of the schools I work at, I see kids wearing Red Bull gear, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I don't see adults really wearing Red Bull gear. So, I mean, it's just something I think for at least the next 10 years until those kids have jobs and money, that's what we have to deal with. I mean, to get hardcore, you got to start casual, right? That's right. Yep. Uh, another thought I have about this game that it was it was very weird that I don't know why I didn't even think about it until halfway through the game that it was very odd that uh, the current coach was uh, playing and in the crowd was the former coach and on the other side of the field, quote-unquote, was the old coach. Yeah. It was, it was a triple Red Bull coach that night, which was, I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but it was weird. It was very strange. 
Um, I, I, I would posit to guess yeah. that Hans Hans Baca was there, like with like you know those glasses with the nose and the mustache. <laughs> like, Did the Bobby Valentine disguise yeah. is what you're saying? Uh, the soccer team was pretty good. Uh, and, and props to Pecky after the game, he did come over and he plow, he applauded the fans, which was nice, mm-hmm. you know, and after getting, uh, their asses handed to him is something he definitely didn't have to do. No, not at all. You know, that's a game you probably just want to go back into the locker room, but right. it's Mike Pecky. So of course he paid respect to his fans because it was, it was the first professional, uh, you know, return for Mike Pecky. That was the first game. Right. So very cool. I don't know. What a great night overall. All right, so predictions. Like I said, neither just got none of us got this exactly right. Uh, Pat and I said two one win. Trinity said two zero. So we all get at least a point, uh, which means that right now I am in first with eight points. Truman is in second with six, and Pat is finally out of one point up to two. Yay! <laughs> that is just, that really boggles my mind. <laughs> I, I think we're going to start getting lots of points, guys, because I think – I mean, God, I'm hoping this upcoming break doesn't kill their um, momentum. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think they have found themselves. In years past, they've successfully navigated the break, I feel like. Eh, we'll see. But before they get to the break, the uh, Red Bulls do have a game uh, coming up this Saturday, June 8th, when they travel down to take on the Philadelphia Union – in a game that none of us will be watching live. Yeah, I wonder yeah. why. Can't imagine <laughs> why. Some son of a bitch scheduled his wedding. It, wait, n- n- what time is this game? 7.30. It's 7.30? Well, the ceremony's at 5, right? Two and a half hours in? You think we could... Uh, someone can sneak a little a little action going on here? Somebody with an unlimited data plan, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Not me, but... I mean, uh, I have an unlimited data plan. Does the, the the venue have Wi-Fi? It's a party. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> the venue just definitely does not have Wi-Fi. <laughs> it has wowie zowie. It, it's literally outside. <laughs> We're not getting Wi-Fi. Damn it. Uh, anyway, this game we broadcast on MSG. Philadelphia comes into the game with a record of 8-4-4 four, and four on the year, 5-2-2 two, and two at home, plus 10 goal difference, 28 points. Currently sitting first in the East. Last five is a mixed bag. Win, draw, loss, draw, win. And the only thing of note is that Philly has put out not only one, but two stupid car smashing videos in the last month trying to promote this game. (laughs) Yeah, I guess the guy in one of those videos is like a comedian. I guess so. I guess he's a comedian. I never heard of him. He wasn't very funny. Uh, No, the videos are kind of dumb. But whatever. I mean, the I'm first, a the first, one, the first one had no. Supposed to be like a quote candid, where nothing was. You couldn't hear anything, and the second one was very clearly the guys mic'd up making stupid jokes about the Red Bulls not even playing in New York. Yeah. Let's not forget that Philadelphia plays in Chester. Yeah, with a classic zinger. Uh, that video is so fucking dumb. I, I don't even understand it. It's not clever. I mean, I guess and people said if you know who the comic is, like you get the joke. I guess if you know who the comedian is, it's but it's a joke that it works funny because that's that's what I got. It's not. It's it's I don't, it's dumb. Didn't they do car smashing before? Didn't they already do this they at the stadium? Did, no, they literally did it like two weeks ago, and I think like right. near the same spot on Twitter. It was. Like, but, it was I mean, if they've done it at a game too, like before a game. Oh, wasn't that something like 
garbage truck thing? I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <coughs> uh, predictions. Uh, I will go first. I think this good run is going to continue for the Red Bulls. I don't think they're going to blow Philly out of the water. They're just not there yet with the offense because we don't have a consistent goal scorer on this team. So um, I think we're going to take a very scrappy 2-1 win on the road. All right. Uh, so I guess, next. Yeah, I mean, I guess it got to be different. I'll say I'll throw the 2 nothing out again. I think two nothing win. I think I think you're right. I think this team is is feeling themselves and Philly. I mean Philly is a, a pretty good team right now. Uh, they're not an amazing team right now. And the Red Bulls have had their number in the past. The Red Bulls have beat them down there. Uh, I think the Red Bulls are playing with an t- absolute ton of momentum, not only offensively but defensively. Most importantly, the defense has been absolutely fantastic. It's been fantastic, um, and I think that's going to be the big difference here. Uh, I, I would love, love, love to see the Red Bulls go down into Philly again and beat them. And uh, obviously, it's not they're not going to jump in the first place, but it's definitely going to uh, scare the pants off of Philadelphia and hopefully lead to them um, disintegrating right down to the bottom of the table. Ha, 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 ha. So I think that while I do believe we've turned the corner, I do think this is the best Philly team where we have ever played probably in uh, PPL Park, whatever it's called now. Um, so I'm going to actually go with a draw, 2-2 draw, not a draw that I think anybody should be ashamed of because, again, this is not the same old Philly. They, they are playing very well right now. Um, and uh, I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, would, are Lawrence and Mario going to be there? I mean, is Lawrence get called up to Jamaica? I'm pretty sure Mario got oh, called shit. up to Pat, right? Lawrence, Lawrence is already out because he had something on like, Instagram or something where he was bashing his federation for not having like certain things in place for players. Yeah, all right. Well, so because he's then he's got a game tomorrow. So yeah, he's already with the Jamaican national team. Um, you know, so that we are going to be missing some players. Um, I don't think Philly is. I mean, they got one guy in the U twenties right now, but that's about it. Um, so I, I'd say two two draw. I think we're playing well enough that we should be able to at least get the road draw. Uh, but Philly is playing better, so I'm not exactly seeing us waltzing in there and walking away with three points like we have in years past. Listen, I need three points on the wedding on my wedding day. All right. You, you don't get. That's not how you get your gift. Okay. And you just get money. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Should I just tweet the team and say, "Listen, idiots. Right. Listen. Win, for, win for me. Yeah, your gift win, to me is three points. Win for love. Don't give a shit about love. Say you. Also yeah, I want care. results. Results. Win for love and the uh, fact that I have cancer. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, fan prediction stuff. Uh, I'll be posting that later tonight. Um, right now, after the RSL game, uh, we have a top five that is actually not tied, for the, I think, for the first time all year. Hmm. At the top is uh, Goddamn, friend of the show, Jen, nine points. Jeremiah Dempster is in second with eight. Grateful Shred 23 is in third with seven. Steve Toto in fourth with six. FCBM is in fifth with five. And then after that, we got two people tied with four and three with three. And they're all better than Pat. Sure are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, New York Red Bulls 2, their last match, they absolutely destroyed the Bethlehem Steel for nothing. Woo! Currently seven 
2-1-3 record, 20 points, plus 13 goal difference, second in the East. And the next match is, uh, this is coming Friday, June 7th, 7.30 p.m., away to Atlanta United 2. And uh, Sky Blue FC was not in action this weekend. The next game is uh, June 15th against, uh, or at the Utah Royals. <clears throat> okay. Langdon or World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be really foolish of it on NWSL's part. It's almost like they didn't plan this thing. Hmm. Hmm. All right, time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. <laughs> uh, first, the United States U20 team advanced to the U20 World Cup qualify or quarterfinals today, following a three-two win over France, including the game-winning goal in the 83rd minute. Take that, France! Yeah, it was. I actually watched most of this game before I had to like go and see Rocket Man. With uh, somebody, and uh, had to, yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, I wanted to. Um, so it was like when I left, it was two one. I was like, ah, well, you know, everybody said that France was a better team, and then like I was on my way to pick up somebody, and uh, you know, I saw it was two two, and then I was like, all right, so I'll probably go to penalty kicks. And then I got like the message as I was sitting down at the movie from uh, a good friend of the show, Keith Woodfin. He was like, dude, they won. I'm like, get the hell out of here. So. You know, congrats, Tab Ramos. I mean, I think believe this is the third straight. I think at least the third straight World Cup where they've made the quarterfinals. Um, it just kind of shows to you like how how much how far youth development has come in this country. Um, and uh, despite the 2018 World Cup, the future is bright. Yeah, when's when's the next game? Because I don't think their opponents set yet. But do you know when it is by any chance? Well, let me see if I can find out. I might actually watch that one, depending on one. All right. Uh, well, Pat's looking it up. Women's World Cup starts Friday. Uh, the United States opens against Thailand on June 11th at 3 p.m. Uh, on the same day, the Red Bulls have a cup game, which I forgot to mention, which we'll talk about that in a second. Mm. By the way, the, U- the U.S. plays their next quarterfinal game against Ecuador on June 8th. Hmm. Hey, look at that. What time? <laughs> uh, I think this is 5.30 Polish time, so I think that would mean 11.30 here. Oh, you guys got time to watch that. We got time. We can watch that. Get up, get up early enough. We could, pre- we could watch it off a laptop yep. in the hotel. Boom. Yeah, I like to say get up early enough. Like, I'm not going to be fucking awake at, like, 7 a.m. Seriously. And going, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. I may sleep until like eight thirty, but still, either way, I'm getting, <laughs> I'll be up for that game. I'll be up at seven thirty to avoid I ninety five construction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, two men's friendlies. Are... This is the United States, Pat. Yes, it is. Okay, uh, tomorrow U- U.S. taking on Jamaica, and Sunday we'll be taking on Venezuela in warm up for the Gold Cup. Gold Cup does not start until the 18th, so there, well, at least the U.S.'s involvement, so we will have another show before that happens. Now, these are the friendlies I like because these are friendlies that actually mean something. Right. These are not just money-grabbing. These are clearly, you know, games where you're, you're getting, you're settling in your lineup, you know, and the way you're going to play. So uh, they'll definitely be worth checking out. Yeah, definitely. It'll be, I mean, well, the interesting thing about tomorrow's game is no Tyler Adams, no Christian Pulisic. 
there have been, I mean, they will absolutely be on the Gold Cup roster, but they were left off of uh, this these particular this particular game. Uh, I do believe Aaron Long is on the roster for tomorrow night, so uh, there's a chance he will be out there. Um, it might be his first game action since he got hurt against uh, was it Montreal. It was earlier than that. Montreal. It was Montreal. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, that'll be interesting to see. I love the fact that our players, when they're hurt, are magically great when it comes – or magically back to health when it comes to playing for national <laughs> I mean, we'll they see if he plays. We'll see if he plays. I mean, I don't know if he actually will. We'll, we'll find out. Can, can somebody tell BWP he got called up to England? That'll help. <laughs> All right. Uh, last thing I have, U.S. Open Cup, since I forgot to mention this earlier, Red Bulls are entering uh, this upcoming week, uh, June 11th. Uh, the game will be played at Montclair State against the New England Revolution. Game is 7.30 p.m. Uh, we discussed that last week, right? We discussed yeah. we discussed the dust stuff over the tickets. Last yeah. Week. yeah. Yeah. But uh, any, anybody want to put predictions on this game? Oh. Uh, hmm. Uh, let's. I don't know. Uh, Red Bulls win one nothing. Who knows? Man, not caring. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I'm not going to put the predictions because I don't trust myself on those games because I don't know even though who's going to show up for the Red Bulls that week. Right. Yeah. That's why I just I hemmed and hawed there. All right. Uh, last thing I just put up there because I just remembered it. Uh, Ralph Ragnick is rumored to uh, become the Red Bulls global head of operations, I guess. Uh, specifically, he's going to be taking on more of a role in uh, a new club formed in Brazil and the New York Red Bulls. Mm, whatever. No- nothing about Dennis Hamlet stepping down, just that he's going to have more of an active role in the team. It, it will I be don't interesting. Think that's that's <laughs> money, but you know. I think it'll be interesting to see if it actually happens. Yeah. I wonder if uh, once a Metro will take a break from doing whatever it is they've been doing lately, they'll start masturbating over Ralph Ball again. That that Twitter account is off the rails. It has gone insane. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with that. Yeah, maybe you should put a full disclaimer. Like, I don't run it anymore. (laughs) I haven't <laughs> run it for like three years now. Yeah, but now you really want to make sure everybody knows you're not yeah. running it anymore. Yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm pretty sure on Twitter I'm, I've taken that off my, my my bio. Right, hey everybody. Remember when yep. Once a Metro wasn't a joke? It's because Jay was running it. Yep. It, I mean, it wasn't a joke before I ran it. It just wasn't as big. All right. Got, so we're talking about Champions I, I, League now. I gotta see if right. I I gotta talk to to Dave at some point. See if I ever beat him in page views, just just for fun. <laughs> Probably not, but it'd be worth, it'd be funny to see if I did. All right, All right. I want I want to talk Champions League. Uh, not I don't I'm not gonna celebrate because Liverpool won, which is pretty great. I mean, you already saw the the Twitter videos. Uh, listen, that that was a handball in the box. I'm just gonna say it. It it, it clearly was. This is not being a homer of a team that I like. Uh, you can't have your arm out in an unnatural position, pointing at a guy, bringing it down, and have it deflect off your arm and not be called by the referee. I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? I don't know. I didn't watch the game. Uh, I didn't the, see the, 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 the funny part was, as there's a 10-minute argument going on at the bar that I'm at, 
which I couldn't believe. I said, well, the good thing is there's, there's very little chance this game's going to end one nothing. It almost did. It was pretty close to ending one nothing, and people were losing their minds. Thankfully, it did not. It was 2 nothing. And I got to say this. I've never seen teams organize celebrations faster than these teams that win because Liverpool had a parade the next day. They got off a plane, pretty much got on two buses, and went fucking ape shit. I think it was, was it maybe Sunday. No, I think it was Sunday. It was Sunday or Monday. It was completely insane. They had Monday. buses painted up. Uh, they shamed every parade that I've ever seen over here. Shamed them. There's just a bajillion people in the streets. It's completely crazy. So I want when, like, the Mets win the World Series, like, that's what I want. I want, like, the streets flowing with blue and orange for, like, hundreds of miles everywhere. Because that's that's what we need. I mean, when the listen, face it, when the Red Bulls ever win the Cup, it's going to be, like, 25 of us partying in a parking lot. Pretty much. I mean, I've accepted that fate. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, not Not the greatest Champions League final game, for sure. You know? I was definitely, I was definitely expecting a hell of a lot more scoring. Um, and the fact that like Liverpool's top three guys, uh, the only one who scored was Mo Salah and it was on a penalty kick, you know, not the greatest, but, um, listen, I'll take it. I'm happy. I got to see a team win a championship, which I don't get to see that often. Mm. And then I'm going to take this moment to say some, not all, some Liverpool fans are complete dicks because they tower a lot. They, vandalized Prince Rupert's Tower twice in three days. For people that don't understand what that means, Prince Rupert's Tower is the main insignia for Everton, which is their rival in Liverpool. That's a dick move. It is. And and credit to some Liverpool fans because they went out and cleaned it the first time, but then Mm -hmm. fucking dickheads had to do it the second time. Well, dickheads going to be dickheads. That's the problem. I know. know. It's really dickheads. That's the problem. And that's that's why I'm saying some, not all Liverpool fans. Some, honestly, if, it's a really small subset. If the Mets won the World Series, what would Met dickhead fan desecrate? You think that would be like a Yankee thing? Like, what could they actually desecrate aside from like this Yankee Stadium itself? There's nothing really that they can like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? It's not like they can get to Mon- Monument Park, right? Nothing really to desecrate. I don't know some of the bars or something around it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Not, nothing. Nothing cool. See if like if there were Yankee like Yankee dickhead fans. I mean, if they. Well, I mean, they win the World Series all the time, so it doesn't really matter. At least you can go and like fuck up the apple that's outside City Field. Right. Mm. You know, there's there's a target. There's nothing outside Yankee Stadium you could do to. Probably has something to do with them being in South Bronx. Yeah, they, they probably shouldn't leave any targets. That's strong point. Strong point. They're not going to put anything out there worth the value. Yeah. If, if the old Yankee Stadium was still up, I would say the uh, was it the smokestack that used to sit in front. Oh yeah. So yeah. they were shaped like a baseball bat. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Maybe you can kick dirt around the old field, which is on the other side of the new stadium. But yeah. it's still Isn't that all like all, like all turf now and stuff. Oh, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while, but sure. I mean, that's that's the worst you could do. I mean, what right. would the Islanders do to the Rangers? Again, there's nothing. There's nothing exciting. There's no statue. We need more statues in the city. Where's all our statues? Where's our sports statues? Uh, we're the only ones trying to get one built. I mean, the Mets are going to build one for Tom Seaver, but we're the only ones working towards another one. 
That's because the damn city's too crowded. People who live there are brain damaged. Just Manhattan. The other boroughs are not so bad. Statues. That's all I'm saying. More of them. If there's a statue outside uh, Madison Square Garden, it should be Patrick Ewing. Oh, yeah. The, I'm, uh, I'm in total agreement. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> is that it for dumping ground? Mm, yes. Yeah. Can't think of any more statues, so I'd say so. Okay. Uh, Pat, are you are you going through a segment this week? Or I do. All right. All right. So then it's time for Pat's betting corner. All right. So if you listened to me last week, you probably lost some money because LA Galaxy <laughs> dropped it against one of the worst teams in the league at home. I believe it's like the third or fourth time this year I've been waiting for the – I've had two games down, one to go, and it's an L.A. team bombing against a shit team. I don't know what's going on. Now, this week, unfortunately, is a little bit difficult because there aren't that many uh, teams playing this week. It's a small window, uh, but I got you three right here. You got Toronto FC at home over Sporting Kansas City, who is not Sporting Kansas City of old. They're kind of crap this year. You got – unfortunately, I hate to say it, this is going to feel bad coming off my tongue – but NYCFC over FC Cincinnati at the stadium, I think that's a guarantee. And then yeah, Montreal Impact and Seattle Sounders are playing up in Montreal. However, Ignacio Piatti just went down, uh, so they've lost their uh, big-time goal scorer. So I'm taking the Sounders with the points on the road. All three wins, and that's your parlay for the week. Taking the points. He's taking the points, everybody. The points. Take the points. Okay. Uh, so that leaves us one one last thing. It's time for Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. Speaking of Montreal, you can't lose at home to Orlando because we know how it feels. Don't do it. All right? Don't lose at home. Don't get shut out at home to Orlando. It's it's not the way to go. And uh Montreal lost at home three nothing. So they might be in for a a, a double dose. Look, it's right here. right here. Look, look, why are you questioning me? It's right it's right on the screen, you can't see. I was looking at something else. <laughs> it's getting all he's like asking like I'm making shit up. I'm not making shit up. It's right there. Three nothing. Three nothing. I saw something else that made that look. Uh yeah, so there you go. I mean Montreal's totally deserving it. I kinda wanted to hand it to Portland. Uh, because they lost at home to LA, which is not a big surprise because LA is a good team. Uh, but they were, you know, on national TV with their brand new renovated stadium, first game of the year, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I can't just because LA's, uh, I mean, they're decent. They're all right. They're pretty good. They're, they're okay. I can't wait to go to LA and beat the shit out of them when we play them in August. They're all right. They're okay. They're not bad. Yeah. All right. So, anything else? God, no. Uh, I got I got shit I got to do. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash rebelrant. One buck a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap up and any live post game stuff we do. Email us at redbullrant at gmail dot com. Give us a call at nine seven three three four eight five three. Two nine. Visit us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. 
on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Dr. Stooge for myself at PMAC DA2 for Pat at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Do it for me. Do it for me. Three points in Chester. For me, win, win for this guy. All right? I need a great, great day. Do it. Do it. Rebels, go down there and do what you do very often in PPL. And then also, go, go, U.S. U-20s. Go, go, U.S. men's senior team. And go, go, U.S. women. It's going to be a fun fucking month of soccer. Yeah, it is. All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 312 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Night-night forever. Late. Yeah, let's have a bachelor party with chicks and guns and fire trucks and hookers and drugs and booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! All the things that make life worth living for. Ah!